hopefully it goes live. We're streaming. Yay. <laughs> Everyone say it. I am possible. possible. <laughs> Welcome everyone to I am possible live show. We also bring this to our I am possible uh, podcast, which is on iTunes, Spotify, all that fun stuff. And today's topic, wait till you listen in on this, because I think you probably suffer from this. We all suffer from it. We were just talking about it today. It's, it's really all about better done than perfect. And the genesis of this is, well, first, let me ask you a question. Have you always thought of maybe some great idea or something you should do for your business? And for whatever reason, you don't do it. And then like, oh my God, a few months later, you see someone else doing it. Well, that happened exactly today to one of our Piggy Bank Funnel Live uh, members, beautiful members posted today about she had an idea for something posted in a free group a couple months ago. Someone commented saying, oh, I would buy that. But then she didn't take action to get it out of her head or out of her heart to create a product about it and impact other people's lives. And then lo and behold, now two months later, she saw that person, that exact same person launch a product very much like her idea. So we were helping her get through that in the group today. And then for today's podcast, Mia, Sally, Ashley, we all started talking when Oh my goodness, we have to talk about this because it's so important. So I, we're going to share three things, three ways to get over, um, you know, this whole thing that you got to be perfect before you take action or, um, you know, get over having, like, we just want you to take action, get better done than perfect. So Mia, I'm going to hand it off to you. What's one of the three ways that can help uh, people out right now? Yeah. So if you have this idea in your head, you've probably been thinking about it for a long time. And I know for me personally, I have all these amazing ideas that pop up into my head and I think, oh, I've got to go do that thing. But life gets in the way. Um, I have a toddler and run a business and um, all the things, you know, I'm married. And so I just have life. I have a lot of life that happens that like clouds my brain. And I tend to forget uh, the thing that I wanted to do, or at least I forget in detail, all like the idea that I had. So my first recommendation for taking messy action is to get it out of your head and onto paper. Um, you can either do that, like through the notes on your phone. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I like, uh, type a quick note into my phone. Cause I had a dream or I couldn't sleep. And I was thinking about something, uh, the best ideas come to me when I'm in the shower. And so I'm like thinking through some stuff while I'm washing my hair. And when I get out of the shower, I have to like write it down. So I have a notepad, um, in my bathroom and anytime I have these amazing ideas, I have to write it down as soon as I get out of the shower. So my first recommendation is, um, get it out of your head and onto something tangible that you're not going to lose. It can be a napkin. If you're, if you're going to hang on to it, it could be the notes in your phone. I know Maria takes like little voice memos in her phone. It can be in your notepad, whatever it is, get the idea out of your head and onto paper because now it's tangible. It doesn't, it's not just living in your head as an idea. And then next, Ashley has our next recommendation. I know, um, yeah, that if I don't write something down, it gives me anxiety because I'm holding everything in my head and then I wind up having 10 ideas in my head. And I've, as soon as I get them down on paper, I automatically feel so much better. So it frees up the space, right? It because does. you're like, okay, I've downloaded yeah. that. Now yeah. I don't have to carry that in my head anymore for sure. Yeah. So then after I write it down, what I do is I then break down each step of it. Cause I'm big on all the little details. I want to know, okay, like 
if I say it's like a course, okay, what are each, what is each module going to be? And then what am I going to talk about in each module? And like, what do I need to cover? Because otherwise, again, that's still floating all up in my brain. And I want to be able to break it down into smaller chunks so that I'm able to check things off and feel more accomplished and be able to get, because I find that once I do one or two videos that I'm able to complete 10 in a day. And it's mostly just sitting down and getting it done. And if I don't have that outline or the, um, you know, the, the framework of what I'm going to do written down, I put it off for forever. So I'd rather just have it all, even if I'm not going to do it that day, I'll sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to do this in two weeks, but I want to write it down today so that when I come to sit it down in two weeks to do it, I've already gotten all of that annoying hard work done of what am I going to talk about pretty much. <laughs> Are you a, a checker offer too? Like once you have a checker that? offer. Yeah. <laughs> Huge checker offer. I love it. So get it out on your, out of your head and onto paper. Yeah. Make a plan or an plan. Hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's next? Mm-hmm. Sally, what you got? <laughs> well, it's short and sweet. Give yourself a deadline. Because if you don't give yourself a deadline, that's when things never get done. Like Ashley was saying, you know, you, uh, the combination of all these things together will make, are very powerful. You, you can actually do anything you put your mind to if you stick to these three tips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not just like an unrealistic deadline. Like if you have a, a big thing, like you have to actually take into consideration what's on your schedule? When can I actually get this done? If you set your time, your deadline for tomorrow at noon and there, you know, there's no way that you're going to get that done by tomorrow at noon. You've already like set missed yourself up for failure. Yeah. You've set yourself up for yeah. failure. You've missed your deadline. So really take into consideration, what does my schedule look like? When can I dedicate um, X number of hours to getting this thing done? Mm-hmm. And um like our, the title of this podcast or video is uh, better done than perfect. So it doesn't have to be perfect before you launch it out into the world. It's just better to get it done and then come back later and refine it. So when you're setting your deadline, Sally, what do you take into consideration? Well, it's easier for me if I back into it, if I consider the components of whatever it is I'm putting together and the time it's going to take for each thing and then back into it. And then I know that I'm going to need X amount of time. And I usually put a buffer in there because, you know, like you said, life gets in the way. Something will, you know, something weird will happen. Like this morning, I accidentally didn't realize that a metal uh, measuring spoons were in my garbage disposal and I turned it on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That took a little time to try to um, rescue but so it wasn't that wasn't in my schedule (laughs) right yeah also knowing like when you work best so like I know Maria you work best in the morning so you schedule a lot of your work for in the morning I know that I have Wednesdays and Fridays pretty free on my schedule I keep them that way so if I have something that's going to take me four or five hours to do I block it on a Wednesday or a Friday and if I don't have a Wednesday or a Friday available then it gets I'm not overbooking myself I'm pushing it back like okay well then I can't have it done for three weeks pretty much or I have to move something else that I've got on a Wednesday or Friday blocked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then actually like hitting go on it too. Like you said, setting a deadline and hitting go because nothing in this industry is perfect. Everyone's got small tweaks to make to a funnel. You won't know that's going to be, it could be perfect. It could not, not be perfect when you launch it and you won't know until you get traffic running through it to know what you need to fix. That's true. Amen. That's true. And, and you know, what's interesting is 
I love when I set a deadline to give a little reward, no matter what it is, whether it's a deadline to do like mine is like, like goals of a video every day for three days uh, on social media. But another deadline is like, I know that I'm due to do a video sales letter for micro offer traffic system and also five figure funnel to people who didn't buy, but bought our front end offer at microoffermagic.com. And and by the way, big, uh, you know, obvious sales pitch here, everyone. When Ashley and Mia mentioned the idea, what if the idea is to get a course up in microoffermagic.com for a measly $27, we actually give you the whole system to execute on that plan, including an ultimate sales page starter uh, kit and, and also including an ultimate course outline. So in 48 hours or less, you actually can take action, have the plan to get your stuff done. So back to the purpose of this podcast is, you know, I find that if I give myself a reward after doing that deadline, so I think the reason I haven't got that BSL done, Ashley, me and Sally, is simply because I didn't give myself a deadline and I didn't have a reward. And by the way, it doesn't have to be a Peloton bike because that's another reward, reward for us later. <laughs> They're but, not delivering right now anyway. I looked. Was that? Not. They're not delivering right now anyway. I looked. Oh, <laughs> I was preparing for us. <laughs> oh no. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. What do we have to do with a non-Peloton reward life? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to call them. I'm going to call Peloton today. Anyway, but, but, uh, but if it's like a smaller, um, goal, right? Not like, we're not talking about bringing in a hundred thousand dollars of sales. And then you're going to go on a reward on a trip to France for a month or something, right? Which I've done, um, <laughs> but, but it could be me getting a VSL done. I'm going to get a Starbucks, like the most expensive drink on the menu as my reward. Like, I mm-hmm. think we need that dopamine attachment mm-hmm. to hitting a deadline rather than just a pat on the back. I just think we grew, grow up in that sort of environment where little dopamine hits work. So give yourself the future anticipation of a dopamine hit to trick your brain into making sure you get that deadline done. Yeah. Yeah. For me, mine is um, a night off. So I work basically around the clock and because of my, uh, the way my best working hours are from like 9am to two. And then again, from about seven to like 10 o'clock at night. So every single night, I usually am sitting down on the couch with my computer. Uh, but my reward for me, if I get like a big project done is that I won't work that night. So (laughs) it seems really silly, but to be able to sit on the couch and watch trashy TV without having a computer in my lap is, uh, would be a beautiful thing. <laughs> I, I do that too. I think that comes with working in the service industry other than having a lot of work, but also wanting to be in service to our clients yeah. and feeling, I feel like I'm not doing my job right. If I'm not working 24 seven. So my reward when I complete something big, me is also like, it's okay that I'm taking the night <laughs> off because I've worked so hard today. I know my best friend uh, texted me last night. There's this, um, it's an app called, uh, house party and I haven't been able to see her in months. And so she texted me and she was like, come on house party and play games with me. I'm bored. And I, my response was, I'm sorry, I'm buried in work right now. And she was like, it's eight 30 at night on a holiday. This is ridiculous. And I'm like, I know it just is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, that's my reward. But I like that, that system of setting a deadline and giving yourself a reward when you needed it. Yeah. Cool. For sure. What happens Maria, if, um, if that does happen to you and you shared an idea with somebody and then you didn't take action fast enough and they actually created that your product. And I know this has happened to you a few times. 
Yeah, it has. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think the best thing to do is, and that's what, you know, we're trying to say just that individual in our group today, I, I think instead of being mad, right, the, we, we can't control what other people do, but we control our thoughts because uh, people also, um, you know, paralyze themselves like, oh, well, that person's done it now. And so then what's the use? But no, it should be the opposite. Flip the switch in your brain and go, wow, it proves that it was a good idea. And dang it, that person is helping create the market. So creating a bigger abundance pie of customers, because I've always found uh, if you're interested in a specific thing or niche, you'll buy more than one product in that niche, right? Like I guarantee yeah. if you're watching this, yeah, like if you're watching this now, you probably bought other people's information products. I, I'm sure. Raise your hand. Say yes as a comment below <laughs> if you're watching this on the Facebook Live. Uh, so what you need to do then is just go, go. that's okay. Be neutral about the thought or happy about, about someone else stealing your idea. Because A, I don't think they really stole your idea. Because I'll also say that. I think the universe out there, a lot of people come up with the same idea at the same time too. So with similar um, names too, I think we've experienced that as well. Similar cool. name. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. So, so yeah, so I think that's the best way to do it because I think information is the commodity now and it, it's the part about taking action. It's about whether people resonate with you, your voice and your customer service, what you do on the back end will mm -hmm. dictate whether you have like a growing company that can turn into millions if that's your goal and i think let's face it all four of us here we want to make money don't we yes we do. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, yeah like we, we we're in most people become an entrepreneur not to make a living but to make a lot of money and i mm -hmm. think maybe that's the next, next topic of our next podcast episode um uh is that we should talk about associations with money because i think that's what also holds a lot of people back besides this procrastination you know, I hope this episode helped people stop procrastination on your ideas and start doing. But mm -hmm. I think next week, I think we should also say, stop thinking about money's bad and just make a shitload ton of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll save this story for our next episode, but I have a good story around that um, related to money and worthiness of money. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. So there is the NLP hook to you to come back next week to listen to the next episode. <laughs> yeah. And I see Carol is on, um, with us and I just want to give a big shout out to Carol. Uh, we, she was part of our first piggy bank funnel, um, live, and we, uh, are doing a finish your funnel package with her and she is rocking it right now. So she's really like taking that procrastination and kicking it in the butt. She's getting her sales pages written and all her products created and, uh, she's really kicking butt. So with the systems, we have lots of amazing systems, uh, shameless plug for microoffermagic.com. If you are stuck and you're not sure how to move forward on creating your ideas, that is an excellent place to start. We have a product starter kit, um, and, uh, you can take what we give you the systems, the shortcuts and everything, and just bang something out. So if you are stuck in procrastination land, I highly encourage you go grab a micro offer magic. Cool. All right. See you next time. We're going to talk about money and worthiness. Thanks everyone.